Once a year, we try and do an interview with someone who's doing something extraordinary in our hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. This year, we're talking with Jeff, Juvenile Intervention and Faith-Based Follow-Up. We'll find out what they're doing to help make Memphis and the world a better place to live. Well, now we are in the downtown offices of Jeff in Memphis, and we're with Rick Carr, who started the Jeff program 10 years ago. Uh, Rick, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your background and why you decided to start the Jeff program? I came out of 10 years in the pastorate with the Christian Missionary Alliance and uh, got involved with Youth for Christ while I was in Miami, Florida. And I received a phone call from Memphis looking for an executive director for Youth for Christ. My name got thrown in a hat there. And so my wife and I answered the call, and we came to Memphis in, in 2000. And we uh, started working, and it didn't take long for me to realize where the real need in Memphis was. It was young urban uh, young people trapped in destructive behavioral practices. And we started looking, we would see the young people in the juvenile institutions, we'd see them in the neighborhood, and then we'd see them back to the juvenile institution. And uh, we started asking, well, who's doing something about this? And that's when I believe I heard God say, glad you asked, let's do something about that. So what is it exactly that you do here, and how many people would you say that you help every year? GIF provides re-entry and intervention services for court-referred juvenile offenders. And uh, we have them for at least four to five months, have our hands on them, develop a relationship with them, help them develop an individual service strategy of how to reorder their steps. And we'll see about 150. We saw about 150 young people last year. But, of course, we have a long-term goal of, of much more than that. What percentage of the people who go through the program end up back in jail compared to people who don't go through the program? You look at the various studies that are out there on juvenile offenders, the, the rates run from 50% to 80-some percent. Here locally, uh, in GIF, we, we realized last year a 38%, and we've had years previous to that that we've even realized a lower rate. We had a four-year study called Target 1000 where our recidivism rate was below 20% for over 266 young people that we serve. Our goal is under 40% because, uh, you know, these children have a lot of challenges. A young person that goes through GIF is going to have a whole lot better chance uh, at success than one that does not. So what Christian principles do you instill here at the GIF program, and how has that made a difference in your success rate? You know, uh, theologian G. Campbell Morgan once said to give silver and gold to a cripple is a good thing indeed if that's the best that you can do for him. But it only maintains him in his disability. But to give him strength to walk is to set him free from the need of alms. He said this is the difference between Christianity and all merely humanitarian efforts for relief of the incapable. And that, that quote grabbed me early on while I was uh, working to develop GIF because Christianity is the transformation. It's Christ in them transforming their life for his glory. And so what GIF has done is we have axioms that we work on. They're the hinges of the door that GIF turns on. Uh, and the first one is this. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, and your soul, and your mind, and your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, that's great, but how do you define love? You know, so we took, we borrowed a little bit from Josh McDowell, who's influenced our thinking. He said, you know what? I figured out that agape love, he said, I found it in Luke 2.52. It said, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. He said, Jesus grew intellectually, physically, socially, and spiritually. He said, I love you. And here, he said, this is how I put it together. I love you when I care just as much about your intellectual, physical, and spiritual development as I do my own. So that's our first axiom, what our definition of love is. Second axiom is this. 
rules without relationships lead to rebellion. If that's true, if rules without relationships lead to rebellion, then we better be very purposeful in how we build a godly relationship with these young people so that we can sow the gospel into their life. Okay? And then the axiom of this is people behave based on their values. Well, if I value what is wrong, I'm going to behave, value, I'm going to behave wrongly. But to me, it's going to be okay because that's what I value. So we have to do a value shift. And the value shift comes from God's Word. It's not from us. So we take them to passages of Scripture that say, let you who have been stealing steal no longer, but let you, you should work with your own hands in order you might have something to give to somebody else. You want me to work so I can give to somebody else? Well, kind of. Yeah, we want to see some life transformation because we want to get these old secular, worldly, ungodly values out of your life and replace them with God's Word. Rick, is there a particular success story that you can tell us about today that you can remember? Sure. I have a number of them, but I'll give you one uh, because I like to say his name because I finally figured out how to say it. It's Jakirian. <laughs> Jakirian Corley. A uh, young man came to us. He came to us on aggravated robbery charges. Um, he had a, a very troubled background like most of the kids that we have. Uh, and he ended up, he and his cousin got caught up in some drugs. They were, they were fighting dogs. They were selling drugs. They were gangbanging, getting jumped, jumping people. And he said one day he and his cousin were walking down the street and some people rolled around. They were playing basketball. Some people rolled around the car and started chasing them with shotguns, actually shooting at them. He said he realized he was in trouble at that point. Uh, he got arrested and got uh, busted for aggravated robbery, ended up in the juvenile detention center, got referred to GIF. We began working with him, and this is uh, 2007, 2008. I'm happy to tell you now that the young man has not been uh, in trouble since he graduated. He has worked for the same company for over three years. He is now a sophomore at the University of Memphis studying criminology and has become quite a spokesman for, uh, for GIF, too. I know that you just celebrated your 10-year anniversary of a beautiful building. What kind of goals do you hope to accomplish in the future? And if someone is watching and want to help GIF, how can they do that? March 1st was 10-year, our 10-year anniversary, but this is, let me just say we didn't celebrate it. It's an ongoing celebration for the whole year, man. We are just so amazed at what God has done. Our goal and our mission is to take GIF to capacity. We want to be serving uh, by 2016. We want to be serving between 300 and 350 of those young people each year because we truly believe if we can serve that many young people with the recidivism rates that we're realizing, the success rate we're realizing, we can actually lower the crime rate in Memphis. And, you know, for the individuals that would like to get involved, first, I, I think the best part would be for them to go to our website and just take a look at what we're doing, look at the volunteer opportunities, and give some consideration if, if this ministry is the right fit for them. And if you feel like uh, you'd like to get involved, then, then contact us and let's see where you can fit in and what God would have in mind. And of course, if you would like to invest through GIF and transform young people's lives, then by all means, please donate. Well, Rick, it was just a real honor to meet you today and find out more about what Jeff is doing here in Memphis. You, you know, you guys are literally saving lives, and not only that, but making their lives qualitatively better. And uh, before we go, just wanted to present you with this small token of our appreciation, and thank you for what Jeff is doing in Memphis. Wow, this is fantastic. Um, we're delighted uh, that you guys have found out about Jeff and that you were interested enough to get involved. Truly appreciate not only what you're doing in the community, but what you, what you do for churches. Having been a pastor for 10 years, I can appreciate uh, having the proper software system in place. And so thank you so much for your generosity uh, and for this opportunity for us to tell our story. Thanks.